Hi, I'm Roy Collin, and I'm the creator of the podcast. You can find everything about me and the five podcasts on bio.link forward slash podcaster, and you'll find it in the QR code there. I'd also like to thank my sponsors. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety and want to know how to be 100% anxiety free in six weeks without therapy or drugs, Daniel Packard Anxiety Solution Program Company offers a six weeks system that permanently solves anxiety at an astounding 90% success rate. People who join the program only pay at the end once they have clear, measurable results. If you're interested in learning more, go to permanentanxietysolutions.com where you can book a free consultation with Daniel. Do you have high blood pressure or want to get off the meds? Doctors are amazed at what Zona Plus can do. Get a $50 discount with my code ROY. Go to zona.com slash discount slash ROY and you'll see the QR code for all my sponsors down at the end. Quality Polish manufacturer of metal products for telecommunication and workshop equipment and other metals. If you'd like a brochure, you see it in the QR code and you just let us know if you would like a quotation shipped internationally and very competitive rates. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. We welcome you to um, Freedom International live stream. I am Grace Asagra of Quantum Nurse Podcast. And with me are my friends and buddies, my colleagues. We've been uh, like family from a distance, <laughs> from Dr. Carl Moore and uh, Roy Colan. So it's quite fascinating of how we all came together and uh, just to, you know, hoping that we could make a difference. So for all of you who've been following us, we do appreciate and we're so grateful that you can like, share and support in any way possible for us and for our guests. And today um, we welcome Ole Damagard and thank you so much for being with us. I know it's been busy with you just as all the others who've been doing this truth freedom movement and you've been doing this for years and we're just catching up with you in 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 public so thank you and we're really honored because he's known in the public sector and private that he's a truth seeker a code breaker and peacemaker and um, there are many things that Oli does and he's an artist a musician an author he is a composer, he can do movies, he's, he's done that, and an inventor. I, I wanted really to ask Ole, what else have you done or what do you not do? <laughs> so maybe you can kind of just let uh, catch, um, help us understand more of what you've been doing. And it's really, truly an honor to and perfect timing that we have you, because as you see, uh, we're all aware that Every time we wake up, you never know what you're going to wake up to. So give us a little bit more introduction to, for our viewers, please. Well, I can tell you what I'm not so good at, <clears throat> and that is resting. I'm not very good at sleeping either. And uh, But I'm trying to do the best of my time here on Mother Earth. And uh, this has taken me into many different uh, areas, and I've been a super nerd from day one a bit of an oddball not really fitting in, which has uh, put me through many lonely years. But at the same time, instead of getting 
super depressed. I've, I've used uh, the depression or sort of the power of being alone and sad and that whole thing, uh, pushing myself into areas I don't think I would have gone to otherwise. So my life has been <laughs> quite colorful. I've been down this rabbit hole for some 40 odd years and uh, it's taken me into some beautiful areas and some very, very dark areas. And so my intention is to save the world. Uh, and how am I going to do that? I have absolutely no clue. One step at a time. But I feel that uh, if the intention is set there, then if every space I can enter into is a little bit better than it was before I entered, then I'm on, on the right track. So that is what I try to do in all different areas of life, in every single moment of my life, in any encounter, in every meeting, any interview. I've done more than 1,100 interviews to hopefully make it a little bit of a better space. And then also understanding that the only real change can be made inside of me. I cannot persuade anyone else or push my my opinion on anyone else. The only real change that I can accomplish is in me. And then if, who knows, but that might, you know, affect other people because they might see that, whoa, that nerd over there is actually quite inspiring because he's following his compassion, wherever that is, he's following his goosebumps. And then that might inspire other people to follow their goosebumps, wherever that takes them. And so that is my task to try and inspire people in as many ways as possible. And apparently... I inspired somebody to call me. So give me two seconds. It's not even my phone. <laughs> I will. I don't even know how to turn it up. Excuse me for a little while. But, it, but isn't it so true though, right? You know, like we Im immediately, we tend to have big dreams of like, saving the planet. <laughs> but yeah, I was just making a comment, Ole, that, that it's true, true. We usually begin with saving the planet, saving the world. But the bottom line is we do want to save ourselves because we know that that little self of ours, the small self, could make that impact in a way. And we just let it flow whatever however that impact would be and the most important thing i get i guess just like what you're doing now is you started with yourself and then move on from there so thank you i think that. i think take away the word just i think this is major in someone's life to try and follow your path it would the path if you follow your path whatever that path is if it's truly your path it would be surrounded by challenges and all kinds of adventure and betrayals and traumas and whatever. So it will smack you around. You will get a good smacking and a good, uh, all kinds, you will be betrayed. You will betray others. You will be completely scared out of your mind. You will be brave. You will be sad. You will be depressed. And that is the journey. And it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one to follow because it's very easy to fall off track. And it's like, I think there were some old scriptures that said to walk the walk your path is like on a racer's edge because it's so easy to fall off. So I'm just, for my whole life, I tried to walk that without really knowing what I was doing. I was just stumbling around trying to follow truth. 
and to follow my heart wherever it took me. But that has put me in some, some very hard situations, I must say, very brutal. And I've lost many friends. I, and I, today I found out that uh, Rainer Fulmich, a friend of mine who was the head of the Corona Investigative Committee, he was arrested in Mexico and uh, by six, six people coming from all the way from Germany, arresting him at the consulate in Mexico. I mean, Germany is not uh, Germany. It's still U.S. territory, had never been liberated after the Second World War. So it's indi indirectly the U.S. who is extraditing him. And uh, for what? For what? I mean, for standing up in truth and then be, be smacked around and hammered and betrayed, and which is part of this hero's journey. So it's, it's not for wusses, I tell you that. It's not for lighthearted. And it's heartbreaking, and it's wonderful, and it's fascinating, and it's scary, and it's... Uh, so I, I feel that the more you walk your path, maybe it doesn't have to be as dramatic as mine. Uh, maybe I'm a drama queen that I, I go for these type of things, but uh, it is, uh, it's a rough ride. And, and I don't know if you noticed, but the world is sort of cranking it up all the time. Ah, 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 ah. And it's just like now, every, like you said, every morning when you wake up, it's like, are you kidding me? What? What just happened? Are you what? And you have to, at least I have to unlearn all the time things I thought I knew. And then I was taken, they, they, they got me there as well. And there and there and there. So it's an unlearning process and all the time trying to go come back to the truth, the truth that I'm so passionately in love with. Because the truth fears no investigation, it fears no criticism or questioning or whatever. But the dark forces that are the exact opposite, they are the ones that are doing everything to destroy us. And so I go for the truth. Yeah, and, and I'm with you with that. And we're all with you with that, those who, who've been joining me in this um, podcast. Because I was really, when I was feeling this morning is that oh it's nice that we get together but it's really sad that we can we tend to get together like this in a conversation that is so that that really triggers our emotions to be sad angry or you know just a lot of mixed emotions especially that i feel that human beings are being used like not just as a pawn as a sacrifice but as a shield for everything that the narcissist, that the oligarchs or however you address them is just using. And here we are, we just never know. And yeah, it, it's sad. And so I was with a group of um, people who's, who believe in, in election. So an election in 21 days will be happening in New Jersey. So we were getting together and having that conversation. And we always say that, my gosh, you, you just never know what you're going to get when, when we get together and what are we really doing if we're making such a difference. So that then we all ask the question, how do we connect everything that's happening? When I first heard you on, on a live stream, it was that time when everyone was talking about the Maui fires. So then but you see after that it's another chapter it's like we're in a book as as mm -hmm. people would say same playbook 
maybe same players as well. So I feel like I'm in a book. I go from one chapter to another. So that the first chapter I've met you is in the Maui fires, but now something more happened. So help mm -hmm. us understand, help us help our audience understand how do we look at these things and maybe just see how do you connect the dots from the time that we have a chapter one of the pandemic, then we have a chapter two of the Ukraine, and who knows before that and little, these little sub chapters. Have you got some eight and a half hours? <laughs> I can go. Okay, so so for I've been doing this for some forty odd years. What I do is expose state-sponsored terror and I track down assassins with the intention of peace, harmony, get the back off, leave us alone, harmony, balance, equality for everyone. What I found is that we're up against pure evil. I, 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 I have to simplify it. Instead of putting faces on it, the, the energy we're up against, pure evil, that has got into the mindset of corrupted individuals that are too weak and too... The, the quality of human substance in these individuals, uh, like a spine of yogurt and the personality of jelly or whatever, has let that enter into their mind and let that taken over. So it's their, the, the service of self, their greed, their ambitions is the ones that, that are, are ruling the game or we let them rule. At the same time, we're in this matrix or whatever it is, I'm still confused. But in this matrix, I tell you, the worst assholes you find along your way are the best teachers. The absolute worst psychos are the best teachers. And many of us apparently need extreme situations because I don't know about you, but I've been standing for 40 odd years saying, hello, hello. Hello, something is going on. It's starting to smell burnt there. The firehouse is on fire. Maybe we should look that away instead of just watching the TV. Very few people listen the first 20 odd years. Then after 9-11, it started moving, you know, boom, booty boom, booty boom, booty boom, booty boom. And then so indirectly, these uh, uh, horror shows like the COVID operation is indirectly a blessing as well depends on how you see it what you do with it so this is a double-edged sword of absolute horror but also a blessing the same way you can use traumas i have a whole collection of traumas i think most of them whatever murders uh, whatever abuse i've been there so i was a super victim for many years uh, if you ever need advice as how to become a victim I'm your guy. I can tell you everything about it. But then I came to a point where it was like driving around with a flat tire. I was like, do, 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 do. nothing was working. People were getting really fed up listening to me, my complaining. So I started seeing, is there a way of turning it around so that I can use my traumas, these horror things, as, a, as an turn it around and see it as a blessing instead? Because it gives you empathy and understanding of people in difficult situations. So that being said, for, uh, for forever, I think, there's always been a small little group of super psychos, like the Roman Empire or whatever, that have thought that they're so much better than the rest of us. So how, oh how, oh how, could they fuck our minds? Sorry, my language, but that is a soft version of what I mean. 
fuck with our minds so that we, it turns it around so that we worship them as gods. We ask them, please let me go to war and get my head shot blown off or arms or legs or whatever for your desires, not mine, because you, O oh Holy One, are my protector, my God, my everything. How did they do it? It was the old Romans in those days when there were no faxes, no telegram, no phones, no you name it, nothing. And still a small little group of people dressed in sheets and with a flower pot on their hat, head could rule an empire the size of the Roman Empire. It was massive. How did they do it? How did they do it? And it's these that time where I think that they retune or, or found the, these methods that are being used to this very day. There are very few. There's only a handful of them. But these are the ones that we have to understand how they're used because the group of psychos have just changed, you know. And it's just like instead of families that, that used to be not that long ago, it was like super psycho families that... Uh, if their kids were not uh, psychos, born psychos, they were broken down into sociopaths with the same uh, behavior because they were taking over these empires. They needed to be ruthless and horrible. And so they broke them down. And so these poor kids just became them. And then they did it to their kids and they did it to their kids. But now we are up against, it's no longer empires. It's no longer families. Now they're hiding behind uh, multinational corporations like BlackRock, Vanguard, uh, uh, State uh, Street. I mean, it's the same. It's just different face, faces of the same Hydra. So we're up against the evil. We are in an, in an illusion of reality that is upside down. If you think the world is crazy, it is not. It's just upside down. They, we have let them invert reality so that we now... What they tell us is good, I guarantee you, is bad. What they tell you is bad, like individuals like this one, I guarantee you are maybe really good for you. So anything they try to ban, I really look into. It's like almost like a recommendation, like, we're going to ban this. Okay, let me check it out. Thank God. I had no idea that cinnamon was this good for you. And everything they say it's good, oh, my God, stay away. You get close to any of my loved ones with one of these needles, I will fight you like it was a bazooka. I tell you, same level of danger. So, and in this inverted reality, which I sometimes call 4D reality, they're in 3D, we're in 4D. That is where also, where nothing makes sense, but it makes sense as soon as you see that it's upside down. Meaning that child protecting services, absolute bullshit, it's child kidnapping services. That's the horror. It's child kidnapping services. You see the police, you think they're there to protect you. Very sorry, they're there to do the opposite nowadays. The military, not there to protect you, they're there to control you. <coughs> Governments, it's upside down, upside down. You, the rules for you is one thing, the rules for them is a completely opposite thing. And so that is what we're up against. And so for many, many, many years, I've been trying to understand these templates, learning over the years how they carry out top political assassinations. It's a very simple, like a, a bullet point list, and boom. That's how we carry them out. Blame alone crazy individuals and get rid of a political opponent. Boom. These are often really nice, good people. 
So I do everything I can to, in the memory of these people, expose what happened. And also the way that they, to carry out their very brutal agenda, they need an outer enemy. They need somebody out there that is shit scary so that we don't look at them understanding that it's actually them who are creating this horror show. We are thinking, oh, it's out there. So the enemy is out there and they will then come as the saviors. So they will create the problems out there to get our reaction. Oh my God, oh my God, something needs to be done. They will come with a solution. So we will turn towards the people we think are there to protect us, say, please help us, help us, not understanding. They were the ones that set up the problem. So the, the solution with these operations are always there from day one. The solution is always there from day one. So how can they get us to accept the solution? They need to create a problem on the same level as the solution. So, for instance, like these bioweapons of mass destruction, or mass death, mass serial murder, called vaccines, they were there from day one. It was not done in eight weeks and this kind of bullshit that we're being presented. Oh, my God, it's breakthrough medical experience. No, not at all. There were years and years of preparation of this. It's not that they failed. It's not that they're not tested. They are perfect. They're there to destroy human humans. They're there. They're incredibly toxic and god knows what's in them but it was like how can they get us to inject ourselves how can they get us to suicide ourselves the problem needs to be big so the level of the problem has to be the same balance like that so with all of these operations it is the same the same the same the same and the same it's like watching a rocky balboa movie will he win he is the underdog. Oh, it's a big Russian boxer. Will he make it? He just made it. Oh, my God. Thank God for that. That was Rocky 1. Rocky 2. Okay, Mr. T, you look like a bad boy. He's the underdog. Will he make it? Oh, my God. He just made it. Rocky 3. It's the same, the same, the same, the same. It doesn't matter where it's carried out. Because these operations, the thing is, humans are beautiful individuals. If you ask me, we're beautiful and then we get messed up. We're beautiful as kids. I mean, there's some of them really horrible kids, born psychos. I mean, what can they do? They were born like that. Otherwise than that, in general, they're nice. If they get messed up, it's because of us, the parents, or circumstances or whatever. You look like, you look how kids are dealing with, with animals, how they take care of them, how they don't. Have they got messed up uh, parents? Yeah, they start burning them ants with the whatever it's not in them before we get messed up paradise somebody had the apple desire entered and messed up minds and there you go so humans fine but what happened is that over time we let the ego become too powerful and the ego said i me mine forget about the rest it's i counts yeah and so we've gone on this way where we start forgetting about the mother earth we start forgetting about our neighbors and friends and homeless people who cares i mean my god they must have done something wrong because they're homeless and who cares if he's starving i am fine i am good because i am successful or i you know the i me mine it's a minefield i tell you it's a dangerous minefield i me mine but anyway so we got ourselves on that one and while being so up our own butt in our own desires and just to feed me, 
feed I want this, I want that, just feed me, feed me with all kinds of sensations, these individuals have moved into power. We've let them move into power positions. We are the ones that did it because we were so busy watching X Factor and eating pizza, you know, and just not caring. And at the same time, these super cycles have been very ambitious. They don't care. They don't have the same setup as we have. So they have just moved in. Do, 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 do. Key position, key position, key position, key position, key position. Oh, let's join. And then they join together in groups like the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Club of Rome, the Committee of 300, these type of the Illuminati, the Freemasons, all of these brotherhoods, yes, wonderful on a street level. The higher up you come in the hierarchy, oh my God, oh my God. But the thing they forget to tell you is also in this power pyramid where they claim that they're the top of the pyramid, what they forgot to mention is that the pyramid is actually upside down because it's inverted reality. And so the top of the pyramid is actually the absolute bottom of the bottom, especially when it comes to human quality. I mean, I don't know their, their DNA or what the hell is going on with these individuals, but have I got respect for them? I think not. Zero, zero, zero. And so now we are in that situation where that is where we've let the power, that is where we are being told the real power is. But I tell you, the real power is here. That's what we've been told that the power is out there. Oh my God, I'm just a tiny little speck in the universe and everything. Oh, what can I do? What can it? You have the power. The one you've been waiting for is you. The hero you've been waiting for is you. You, you. And I tell you, the, some native tribes, they talk about the, the, the souls, we, the souls that have come down at this point in time of ev evolution are the strongest of the strong. We fought our way down here saying, I want, I want, let me, let me. And then we come down here and say, oh, it's scary. I don't want, I think this is a bit spooky. This is the time to shine. I've even made t-shirts, stop whining, start shining. Stop whining, stop, get out of your victimhood, get your head out of your butt and get moving. You know in your heart what is right and wrong you know this is the one that gets messed up. We need really, really efficient brainwashing. I love the word brainwashing because that's what we need. That's not MKUltra. Sure. MKUltra is filling it up with crap and messing with it. Brainwashing, I think, is giving a really good rinse, make it really clear and efficient again and just rinse out the crap. Good, good, good. Well, very well brainwashed. And then... I'm back. I can start to see clearly now. You know, wow. Gratitude, here we come. What an adventure. I'm back in balance. And that's when you can start making changes. So I don't think I answered any of your questions, but no, there you go. But, but, but this, is, this is good because everything, everything you're saying is really resonating with me. I tried to model this kind of what happens to people's minds. How do all these people establish themselves and putting these positions of power. And it's, and it's almost like um, <clears throat> parasite invasion. It's, it's what parasites would do. Once the parasite gets in there, it starts to secrete all kinds of toxins and poisons. And, and, and in nature, um, parasites release those in order to control the host to do its bidding. Um, 
so I, I see I see it as that you describe you can describe it as a virus uh, that has got into humanity, and mm. so it's like what has happened to our immune system. You can talk on the physical level, but you can also mm. talk on the the mental level and the spiritual level. And you know, sacred scriptures always tell us to be aware of this and to be uh, to be diligent. Um, and that's that's what our immune system does to keep out physical parasites too. But even as we eat crap and toxins and all this, and 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 society is getting weaker, people are getting weaker. It also manifests that we're weaker. We don't we don't see the parasite coming. We don't see the virus. We don't see what's being done to us. And and as the parasite takes over, it increases its its power. It it pushes us. And so when you wake up in the morning, you say, that doesn't make any sense. How could they possibly get away with that? What's Why are people reacting? And, and because their minds have been taken over. Something has been taken over. So I guess the only way to get back, um, for me, I sort of see it as a, a parasite cleanse, uh, as you were kind of describing. You have to just get it all out, reconnect. Mm. So um, I'm not sure I have a question, but I've just wanted to 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 say what I needed to and, and agree with you, because um, this is exactly what's been going through my mind of life. Um, David Icke describes it as a as a the Wetiko, mm. which comes, I believe, from the Native Americans. So yeah. this has been going on for a very long time, and and good and evil. God, I keep saying this, God created both good and evil, according to some scriptures, uh, so that the evil is there to usher us on, to become better people. Uh, so we don't have to deal with, with this. And, and, and it's, can I, I suppose an example is, uh, years ago watching a nature program um, about the people in Borneo, and they're, they're pretty much naked. And they're in the jungle, but they're not going around going, oh, mosquito, oh, this, oh, leech, this. Like, you know, like if I went there, I'd be bitten, bitten by all kinds of things. But they're not because they're in balance. They've, they've, they've come so the parasite doesn't get into them. Well, I mean, there is, but not at the same level as if I went in there uh, to be taken over. So we need to find this balance. We have it within us. And this is what we are called to task. I completely resonate with what you're saying. It's the Wetiko is the, the word of the mind virus. And if you see it, oh, it's so horrible. Yes, it is. The consequences of Wetiko, the virus that comes in and messes with your mind, it will enter where you're weak. It will get in there and it will start messing with you. The main uh, weapons it's got is fear and doubt. These two are the ones that can really get to you. But you're the one who chooses what thoughts you listen to. So it's up to you. Once you understand that, whoa, whoa, whoa. If it's actually in here, then the battlefield is not out there. It might be in here because I'm the one who can choose once you start separating yourself from your thoughts and seeing, oh, it's like a highway. Like your thoughts are just, we have like this thought generator between our ears. And it just generates thoughts, boom, 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 boom. But it's up to you to say, whoa, I like that one. Whoa, whoa, oh, that's a horrible one. I didn't even know I could think things like that. It's not you. It's just this mind generator. And then so it's up to you to choose 
And that's when you add fear, that's when it gets going like this, and then doubt, oh, you have the spiral going. And so that's when the parasitic mindset weakens you, and that strengthens that it. So I think it's super interesting to watch the immune system, which I find is like, I mean, magical is not the word. How amazing is the immune system? I mean, wonders of all wonder. We got it inside ourselves. We got it. I caught myself. I kid you not. Within a few days, that cut will be gone. You won't believe me. I tell you, it's true. It's magical. And we all got it. It's absolutely amazing. And then we look for the solution out there. Let me get some more leftovers from the oil business and let me just put some crap in here that will make billions to these people because they tell me it's good for you. Yeah, yeah, it is Maybe it's just that it's got side effects that will keep me on other type of crap from the oil industry and all kinds of leftovers uh, for my the rest of my life. But otherwise than that, you're doing great. I don't feel well, but I'm doing great. I don't have that symptom. I have a 99 other symptoms during the way. It's like, so as above, so below. You look at the immune system. You can look at the universe if you believe that's out there you've been it's like in layers it's the same just like the same way you look at the the blood vessels or the nervous systems you know, it's exact same thing as on a leaf the way the the veins are in a leaf or an, a river delta it's exactly the same so that i find it's like boom 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 it's like coding but you know on different levels the same code being reused meaning that maybe if we find ways that can solve sort of like a blood clot in a in a in a vein a blood vein that could maybe if we find oh that's how we solve that maybe that could help a river delta or the other way around that's how they saved a river delta getting back in balance maybe we can use that for this and so but we put the power we've given our power away with that's the thing we've given our power away and so you were talking about the elections. My comment, elections. <sighs> Sorry, come again. What, what, what was it? it? It's like a more waste of life's energy. I, I don't know what would be. How or how or how many times do people have to lie to you before you start getting that? They might be lying. They might be telling me things that I want to hear. And then after the election, they're going to do what they want to do anyway, because their agenda is not for you. It's for someone else. But that was only that that person. Next election, it's going to be different. I tell you that. So I'm going to go and, yeah, I'm going to put my vote. And now it's digital, so anyone can manipulate with it. But otherwise than that, I have made, I'm a responsible grown-up. I have put down my vote. I have changed society. Absolutely not. You've just wasted another day of your life and you've given the power away. How many times, how many countries, how many of these have I seen? It's unbelievable. But this time there will be change. It will be freedom, equality for everybody. Let's see, have they used that before? Freedom, that's one. Change is another one. I've heard that about 100 times. So I'm sure there's going to be change and freedom now. And uh, it's just absolutely not true. If I, Grace, if I invited you out for a cup of coffee and I said, let's meet on Thursday, 9 o'clock at this cafe, you come Thursday, 9 o'clock, because you are somebody, you're a trustworthy person. You're there, 9 o'clock, Thursday morning. 
I'm not there. So we say, you call me and say, where are you? I say, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sick. <coughs> By the way, I'm sick. Uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday, I'm not there again. So how many times do I have to repeat that before you say, Grace, I kind of, he's kind of a sympathetic guy. I sort of like, he's not uh, horrible, but I just can't trust him because he never does what he says. And it's like, that's po politics for you. And by the way, if you don't know how democracy works, I will now demonstrate for you. This is my hand. This is the left. This is the right. There's somebody in the middle. These are normally big parties. And if you look at, I don't know how many different countries I looked into, it's normally set up like that. One big to the right, one big to the left. You got one center one, that's one for you. And then you got some small ones in the middle that are not so powerful, but it's all right. And then you can choose, which one do you want? This one, this one, this one, this one, maybe this one, because this is what you get. This is, you are going to get screwed because all of them belongs to me. And I have selected who are going to be my fingers. But keep choosing. You just go for it. It will cost another billion of dollars in tax money and all of these things. It's already rigged, so don't worry. Nothing will change. It's the same power structure again and again. And whoever is president is just a nice, you know, glossy cover that will look beautiful and the horror will just continue until we take the power back. Yeah, I think I think the most important thing, I don't have much faith in elections because of what you said. It's handing over your power. And when you do pick a, a candidate, you usually try to pick the best one, but you don't always agree with everything that they say or do. And so you're in a compromised position. I think you're much better off guarding your thoughts because what you think is more likely what's going to manifest in the world. I mean, that's the basis of quantum physics in 1927. Uh, the boys came up to Einstein and said, we have a problem. When we're doing experiments with fundamental particles like the photon or the electron, when we look at the experiment, we're affecting the outcome of how it behaves, whether it's a particle or a wave. So right there, you have the connection between how we think and what is manifest. And so that brings it back to me that it's really being careful what you manifest in this world and and being connected to to heart and soul um yeah it's it's a very difficult time i suppose if one looks at all this dark stuff in the world as one must um and you're thinking about it how do you prevent that manifesting in the world so there must be some mechanism in you that you've adopted in order to protect yourself to stay with the light while acknowledging that there is this great evil maybe you can say something on that that is a super good question carl i, lo I love your cap by the way um, <laughs> i sometimes have questioned myself and said, am I part of keeping this madness going because I put such focus on it? If so, maybe I should really start focusing on carrots instead, you know, watch them grow. Because maybe that would be more of service for humanity to watch these carrots than watch these cycles. So I'm still confused if what I'm doing is right or wrong. But what I what I hope I really hope is that the way I see it is like 
it's not what you what you focus on it's what you charge it with so if you see something if you charge it with fear if you charge it with hate if you charge it with anger it attracts it amplifies it's just like if you're on acid or or other mind expanding experiences uh, bufu ayahuasca these type of things what are you dealing with i don't know i think it's super spooky because i don't know what is real and what is wrong and what real or what is not but with these experiences what i've seen is what i focus on starts growing so what, if that starts getting scary if i just move my attention somewhere else this goes away and this starts growing so what i try to do is since i live in this matrix i see it as different layers like the spiritual uh war spiritual experience on a on the highest level there is no war it's just like an illusion all of it the world is a stage like you let's just go for it nothing is bad wrong right whatever it's just an experience lower down the lower down you come down on the street level where we live these meat suits are walking around doing stuff here we are in a position where we can make changes good bad black white up down it's up to us i can become the next worst serial killer in bali within the next 20 minutes let me just go and grab a kitchen knife there's people out in the street i can do it or i can i can try to become a saint or i can try to do whatever so what i try to is go into the belly of the beast with no judgment of the sinner a lot of focus on the sin so that i disconnect the charge and so that i see it as a mystery or a puzzle or a code that that if i break this code like i'm called a code breaker if i can connect the dots to something better by exposing you're actually being duped here if you connect that one if you just pull the curtain and you start seeing that you're being duped then you can make better choices because many of us are being fooled into thinking oh this painting is actually super red it's red it's red it's red the media is keep telling me it's red but when i pull the curtain and say no it's actually blue then it's up to you to say ah oh, that's okay then it's up to you do you like blue do you like red do you what do you want but at least then you see clearly you can start seeing clearly and that is what i've been people have said what i do is they call it the conspirituality <coughs> conspirituality conspiracy actually just means breathing together so in one way it's a beautiful thing but it's turned into something ugly but to pull the curtain and say this is actually what is going on with no judgment and at the same time i'm taking no bullshit i am when on a street level when somebody gets hurt i will do my best to to transcend that to stop that because i have failed i remember when i was 18 we were out uh, partying one night in a small little town and there was this bully he was feared in the city even the police was afraid of him and he approached me and my friend and wanted to smack us around and i turned my back and left and left my friend alone with him thank god nothing happened but it was not because of me i tell you that 
And I felt so awful after that. I really felt so awful. So I promised myself, this is not happening again. This is not going to happen again. And since then, I've been trying to keep that promise to the best of my ability. So when things, when people are being hurt, and people are being hurt in so many different areas now, then I do my utmost to transcend it and heal it with the truth, nonviolence, uh, fearlessness, even though I'm shit scared sometimes. Fearless, people say, oh, he's so he's so brave. Do you know, like It's like there's no fear involved. I would say the, f the more afraid you are and you still do it because you know it's the right thing, that's bravery in my world at least. So I have been more afraid than most, I think, because I've been up against a lot of these very dark ones, very dark ones. I've even, I even have friends that are former assassins on a very high level and uh, black ops and CIA and you name it. My, my life is like a bad movie, I tell you, in many ways. But I keep the focus on the highest. I try to keep the focus on the highest. And also, before every interview I do, any presentation or tour or whatever, or meeting, if I meet someone, I have a prayer. It's uh, I'm not a religious individual, but I am a spiritual being, as we all are. So I call in. There's this bearded guru. His name was Gurudev. Never met him. Really liked him. He was super funny. And uh, so for some reason, I call him in. I said, Gurudev, come along. Then I call all the saints and sages. You know, like in these old Indian paintings, there's all of these uh, saints and saying, I don't know who they are. I say, huddle up, huddle up. You know, so gather up in a in a circle. Then I call in the angels, please come on, because apparently you have to ask them, otherwise they're not allowed to assist you. So I say, all the angels coming on, bring it on. And so we're in a circle, just like some pop stars are before a pop concert, you know, and so, okay, okay, okay. Listen, guys, please help me get my ego out of the way. Let me say whatever is needed to whoever is listening out there with the intention of absolute compassion, forgiveness, equality, balance, harmony, beauty, all of this whole thing to lift the world to the next level of incredible beauty and harmony for everyone. And may this be the absolute last interview ever that will make the tipping point go like boom. And then I call in also my ancestors, my dead ancestors and dead friends. I have unfortunately quite a few in this field that have been that had died in many different ways, horrible ways and whatever. I call them in as well and, okay, back me up on this one. And then I just go free fall. That was why, I don't know, if you, Grace, said, can we discuss this or that or whatever, I said, wherever you want to go, wherever you, I bungee jump without a, a cord and then who knows where it's going to end. But it's thanks to that backup, I think, I haven't seen them, but people who can see angels say that I have a whole, a whole army behind me. I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm still alive. And that is against all odds because a lot of my friends who did a lot less than I have put into this for are no longer with us. So I don't know how. And some, sometimes people say, well, if you, what you say is true, then you should have been dead. I'm like, I'm sorry, but... Uh, I don't know. I'm still here and I kind of like it. So I don't know what to say to answer that, to that. But uh, anyway, I'm here. Who knows? I'm going to be dead in a two, two more minutes or not. I keep ranting on, but I say, whoever is out there, this is the time to shine. 
This is the time to just excel. This is the time to, like, my God, look at where we are. It is absolutely an incredible situation. We are so fucked. We are up against absolute Goliath. We are no one, and yet we are everything. It's like, what do you want for a drama? I mean, what does it take for you to get excited? You watch these movies? What do you watch, like Polish poet, poetic romantic films and black and white from the 1920s? No, most people are really into, oh, I like serial killers. I like, uh, you know, crime detective stories. I like romance and this and that. Okay, we're living in it. We're living in it. And without evil, what would happen? You know, Batman would be driving around in Gotham City in this uh, transgender outfit in a weird car without the Joker. Okay, so he was driving another block around. Well, that was Friday night. Nothing happened. But my God, everything, everybody's happy. And okay, yeah, let's go Saturday night. Let's bring it on. No Joker. Nothing happened. We would be bored to tears. Joker enters, suddenly we had, oh, excitement, drama, love, all of these things. That's where we are. We love it on the, on the screen. We live it. We say, oh, freak me out. We have the Joker. We have super cycles around us. I mean, Klaus, Anal, Schwab. I mean, can it get better than that? Star, Dark Vader outfit, Star Wars, the whole thing. Where's the white cat and the mustache? He's even got a German accent. I mean, how obvious does it have to be before you get it? You got like this super professor completely out of his mind with unlimited funds, no knowledge whatsoever, no wisdom. Kill Bill Gates or Kill Bill Hell Gates, whatever his name, backed by Kit, Hillary, Hitler, sorry, Clinton, and these type of super, super psychos. And we're complaining and we're saying, let's vote for them again. Just because they come with a needle and said, we'll bring on another one. It will help you feel a lot better. Yes, many of you die, but don't worry about that. Just take another one. I mean, I'll just give you another one. When my daughter was four years old, I was sitting doing adult stuff. I was watching things around 9-11, where you have these two towers that got dustified and in free speed, free fall speed, whoom, disappeared. It was only the biggest, most strong buildings ever made up until that date that just disappeared in nowhere, in thin air, became dustified and went free speed, no rubble that should have been 13 stories high, piles of rubble, all of it free fall like this. So my daughter came, she was running around naked, playing around, saying, my daddy, what are you doing? And so I told her the official story. Well, there was these two planes and they flew in and that then the fuel turned that on. And then she said, dad, I'm a child. I'm not stupid. Why are you lying to me? And then she ran away. And I thought, four years old, that's a mind that has not been messed up yet. And we go, well, the NIST report said this and that, and because these people in white uh, coats and with a long title and diplomas all over the world of indoctrination from everywhere in the world, high-ranking, you know, corrupt uh, uh, organizations behind them, they say something, we should believe them. I say one plus one equals two. If, doesn't matter who says one plus one equals 35 it's like it's just not true 
why are you lying to me? That should be the question. Yeah, but they were on TV, so it has to be true. Say again. Oh, could you please repeat that again? Yeah, but it was on mainstream media. Who owns mainstream media? Six people in the US, six. And it's even less. My God, I'm rambling away. Yeah, it's like five corporations. No, you mentioned at the start about unlearning. And that's something that I'm able to do as well. That sometimes we have a belief system and then we learn some information and we realize, okay, I have a different belief. But what's happening, and it's in hoax with a lot of people, is the ego is getting in the way. And I think you can even give them information and put it right in front of them. And because of the ego, they won't accept it. And with all your research that you've done over the years, like for those that get fall for this, they watch the CNN, they just hook, line and sinker. What kind of advice could you give the people when they're doing their research? Because obviously, like what I tell people, you go on to Google and you ask, hey, is such a thing safe? It will tell you because you have asked that question. Whereas if you go on to Brave and say, why is something dangerous? You get total different results. And it's like just trying to be aware that everything that's out there is a lie. Even some of the videos that they put out, they ban it intentionally because they think people will think it's true because we've banned it, which in turn makes them blast it out there, which is what their initial plan was. Well, oh, well, oh, well. Can I tell you a story? Absolutely. Once upon a time, there was something I called 3D reality. 3D reality is where most of us uh, grew up in. And 3D reality, uh, everything was beautiful. The parents, everything they said was true. Uh, they were fantastic uh, parents. In school, the teachers were telling us the truth. Uh, they were, were getting an incredible education. Uh, you know, we grew up, we got a job, we were following the American dream. By the way, you have to be asleep to dream. and. Uh, and so if you, the media would never write anything that wasn't true. They were there to control the powers to, that shouldn't be there. They were there to control them. I used to be a journalist as well and believing that. Um, the government was your friend there to help you. The army was there to protect you. The police was nice and had a, a tit on, on the head and a baton and would say stop or I'll scream stop again. No weapons, that whole thing. 3D reality. Let's, let's say in 3D reality, everything was fine as long as you paid your tax, followed the law, followed the rules, didn't stand out too much. You could go back to the pub, you could drink the same beer, you could tell the same jokes with the same friends for 33 years straight, and everything was fine. You read the news, you, were in a, you voted, you were all of that thing, 3D reality. In 3D reality, Let's say you have a radio, a radio. When you switch that radio on in 3D reality, just as a symbolic way, let's say that there was classical music. So you were listening to Beethoven and Mozart and Schubert and all of these type of things. Then some of us, for some reason, maybe many times because of some traumatic event, like a disease, a death, um, and something happened, a breakup, a divorce, or, or we were just adventurous or bored, we started getting ourselves out of 3D. We, we went on this adventure trip into the unknown. And in the unknown, 
it was scary, unknown, uh, nothing really made any sense, but also exciting. You went out and started seeing, and you went into this between, like, if in 3D reality, let's say that that was BBC One, you went to towards the next station. But in between, there was this, I'm not really clear what's going on. And sometimes scary because it was a hero's journey where you could meet all kinds of obstacles and dragons and chase down princesses or princess, whatever you prefer. Anyway, so on that journey, one day, if you kept going and didn't turn around, because at all times you could turn around, you could get scared or bored or whatever and go back into 3D reality, go back to the same pub, go back to the same jokes, go back to the same whatever. One day, if you continued that journey, suddenly, you suddenly got to BBC Two. And in BBC Two, that's what I call 4D reality, where I would suggest that people like us are, where everything is upside down, where you come and it looks the same, but it's just like, what the hell is going on? This is so bizarre. And you start seeing the world with new eyes because it just doesn't match up. What you, what you were told in 3D reality was based on lies that is not true that is not true and this guy i know he was just sent in as a pedophile and now he's prime minister how the what the hell this guy who just stole four billion dollars and now he's promoted to the new head of defense or whatever and these type and i park my car wrong in one place and i get put away for 18 years i mean it's like what's going on so once you start seeing that that is upside down Many of us go through like a journey, almost like when we when somebody dies, you know, the, there's this denial, there's a depression, there's anger, there's despair, there's this whole, uh, also a lot of loneliness where you're just like, what on earth is going on? It's a really like this. So when you start seeing, and also you put on the radio and suddenly you hear Jimi Hendrix, it's no longer classic music. And you're like, oh, my God, have you heard that? So you turn towards the people in 3D reality saying, my God, have you heard Jimi Hendrix? They're listening to Beethoven and are sort of like, what's up with this dude? I mean, he's, he used to be a really nice guy. He's now weird. I think he's joined some kind of sect or he listened too much to these conspiracy tinfoil theories, whatever that is. But that is just bizarre because he's saying everything is a lie. Everything is corrupt. Everything is evil. Everything is bad. So 3D people are just like not listening. I'm so not listening. Don't want because the same way we are when somebody knocks on the doors and it's Jehovah Witnesses. How do you feel when you open the door and they're standing there in their nice suits with the truth, with the book under their arm, and they say, hello, do you mind if we come in? And you just feel, yes, I do. Please fuck off and leave me alone. But I cannot say that. So I will say, I'm not feeling too well and I have to go on. a Absolute lie. It's you just like, go leave me. That's what you mean. Close the door. We have the exact same effect on people in 3D reality because we have the truth and we're trying to push it down their throats and they don't want to hear it because they're not on that same journey. So with that in mind, if I can continue, there was once upon a time again, there was a guru, a bearded individual who said he was, this was around the year 2000, I believe. He said, 
around the year 2012, that was an interesting year, around the year 2012, humanity would be in like two groups, almost like a cell, you know, how life is said to be created. You've got one cell. And then for one day, one day, for some unknown reason, it decides I'm going to divide myself into two. And it goes, and then you got two. And then they go, well, we're going to do the same. That's apparently how life is created. One cell becomes two cells, become three, and it just goes on like this. So is there any, is there any sadness around the, being separated like that? Is it painful for a cell? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, he said that humanity will be like that. One group will be like on a train station. I would say that's 3D reality for you. The other one will be on a train, 4D reality. So by the year 2012, woo, woo, the train will start moving out. Still plenty of time to, for people to get off the train or on the station or whatever you can do, whatever. You can still talk to each other. Hello, hello, you okay? Yeah, like that. By the year 2015, the train will have started to gain momentum. Still time, you can jump off the train, you can run and catch up with the train. He said by the year 2020, the distance is too far. You, you, you think you can speak to each other. You use the same words. The meanings have changed. So that these individuals that are in the train stations, it's like a ship that has left port. You cannot communicate anymore. Don't even try it. I tell you, if you like pain, go for it. Go for it. If you really like headache and horrible times and quarrels and arguments go for it go wild try and persuade them i tell you that's like taking a hammer and just like boom 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 so what to do i would say be gentle be gentle you are on different paths these are different frequencies nothing right nothing wrong they believe they're right i think you believe you're right who knows we might both be completely wrong yeah, but they're asleep and I'm awake. Really? I know for sure that I am super asleep in many areas. I have no idea. Maybe in 10 years, I'm going to look back, seeing this one like, oh, God, how lost was he? Who knows? So for, for them, I think often we're like, look, look at the intensity when people become aware their eyes are like so like this, you know, and everything is bad and it's so horrible. And these that we should hang them all and change. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I sometimes say to people because I can't like uh, I'm a coach as well. Uh, you know, I say when you get into that mode, bring a mirror and then just like when you ah, put, look at yourself, I tell you, you will scare yourself. When people, when you start noticing that people are avoiding you, people that you used to that used to like you, when they start walking on the other side of the street, something is wrong with your energy, the vibration. So the, the question is, what do you want? Do you want to be right and alone and miserable? Or do you want to be compassionate, understanding, and maybe make a change? And lead by example. Because this is the thing. If you make it your truth, but in balance, so that you are a joy to be around, so that you move forward and you show the way I walk, my path, it's absolutely amazing. It is incredibly inspiring. 
I'm making such a change. I'm not trying to persuade anyone. I'm walking this way. If you want to walk that way, go for it. I'm not trying to push you or do anything. This is the way. So in the, I know in the Sioux tribe, they had like war chief, like in Western world, who should we elect? Yes, let's go for a senile individual that nobody understands what he's saying. Let's go for Biden. Would you go to war with him? I don't think so. Maybe without the diapers, he could be an option, but I don't think so. No, a war chief would be somebody when he said, let's go right. People would say, yep, I'm, I'm on it. Not like, uh, should we, did we vote for him? Did we not? Well, he got 14 and the other one was 50. No, it's the power. It's the, the power, the courage, the ones taking, showing the way, putting themselves in at harm's way. That's the one. So the war chief, that day when the war chief said, let's go left and nobody, and people had seen him in action saying, I don't think so. He was no war chief anymore. That's a natural leader. That's everybody should are saying now they should be leaders, like really sort out your own life to start with. I mean, lead yourself in a beautiful way and maybe you might inspire anyone. And most of these leaders, like 23 years old, relationship expert or communication expert, 23, come on, really? The the photo, what do you call it? The, even the brain has not fully developed. I mean, there's an airport, there's, but there's no one in the flight tower yet. I mean, these have, would you, that's why they, they have soldiers really young. And here I ramble on again. So I enjoy talking to you. I hope you enjoy listening because there's a lot of words coming your way. And just going on a, like a tangent to what's kind of going on in the world, because they know that it will like, you've exposed a lot of stuff kind of before it happens. And like, because obviously I pay attention, even though I'm living in Poland, I pay attention to a lot of what's happening around the world. So I see Ireland and the UK, all the asylum seekers coming in, they're all military men and there's no women, there's no children. And like, I think people are kind of waking up in the UK to this. Is the long-term goal a religious war? And like basically that they can shut everyone down because it doesn't make sense to the every, you know, everyday man. It's done by design. And what I've been specializing in is looking at the bigger picture. You know, I early on got in in a helicopter and started going up a bit, starting to try and make sense of not just one place, but seeing are there any similarities over there, any over there, any over there, any over there. And that's when the pattern starts getting clearer and clearer. And so ever since forever and ever, there have been this dream for these super cycles to have a one world order, like a one world fascist state where nations are no longer there's one leader, there's one religion, there's one digital currency, there's one world army, all of it in one where it's one control, one, one power, you know, where you don't really count. What you think doesn't count at all. And this whole thing is a club where we are not, was it Joe Carlin that said, it's, it's a very exclusive club and you are not a member of it. It's like, 
how to centralize the power to fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer have been the name of the game for a long, long time. So anything is there to destroy. The new world order agenda is to destroy everything. And out of the ruins, they build their new world with their rules. And so they destroy, the, the agenda is to destroy everything, including nations, religions, genders, families, uh, values, uh, armies, uh, culture, handicraft, uh, uh, mindset, you name it. Destroy, 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 destroy. And then out of that, take everything away from you so you will own nothing and you will be happy, including the ownership of your children. You know, so it's like, when you, when you really start looking into their agenda, it is madness on steroids, absolute pure madness. So the thing is, whatever they say, it's a matter of go the other way around. So, you know, they want to centralize, I say. They say social distancing, I say group hugging. hugging. They, the, everything they say, do the opposite. The power should be out there. It should be among us. It should be... In villages, it should be among friends and families and friends and all of these whole things. Get back, get back to where it was in balance. It's just look at the nature, look at history. It's not that long ago that many things was in balance for hundreds and hundreds of years. And then these, this mindset took over and it has just taken off. So to answer your question, it doesn't matter where you look now because it's uh, the New World Order has taken on a new name. It's Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030, which is sort of like a, a middle station. Agenda 21 is for the 21st century. And the Agenda 21, which they're not hiding, is exactly what I said. Complete centralized power with a digital grid of all aspects of life, this uh, Internet of Things, where everything is digitally controlled. Everything is digitally controlled. So how do they do this? So when you see immigrants come in, when you see all of these things, most of us look at them and say, oh my God, I hate Muslims. What are they doing here? They're destroying our land. Look at them. They're building mosques. It's horrible. I can't sleep. You know, five o'clock, they start, oh, 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 oh. who gave them the permission? Who let them in? Who is the one giving them much more uh, you know, social benefits or whatever, than the local people that have paid, that have worked their whole life and for the pension that are getting nothing. The whole thing is to create envy, to create diversion, divide and conquer. They are the problem. They're the problem. They're the problem. Then they cut down the budget for the police. They bring in uh, criminal elements, young men, many of them, messed up by wars created by the same forces you know so you first you absolutely rape plunder and bomb the living bejesus out of a country to create a refugee uh, stream of refugees then you let them in they're completely messed up because of your bombings you let them in you hand out some little weapons you cut down the budget for the police you get the whole thing going you get racism going you you get the military to get more power than the police so that the military will start helping the police and militarize the police and put the normal police that are really good guys with just being overloaded with bureaucracy and paperwork so that they can't do anything. 
and you just set it up like that and you build it up and then you start pumping out in media. I don't know. You said you were in Poland. I can tell you exactly what the Polish uh, media is uh, writing about. Never seen a Polish newspaper. But there's going to be a lot about violence. There's going to be a lot about these crimes. There's going to be a lot of pointing towards these immigrants that just gang raped this poor woman. And they chopped the head of 14 babies while there was a vicar watching. And it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. And then they were taken to court and in court they were laughing at the judge and they were spitting while reading the Quran saying, fuck off all of you, I'm going to heaven while I'm going to bomb myself to death. And then they were released. But the poor victims were so mistreated and horrible. It's to set it up, to set it up. Am I somewhat correct when it comes to the Polish newspaper? I would strongly suggest that it's something like that. And then all the time they say, well, the way out is NATO. The way, when the way out is this and this and this and this <coughs> so that we will more and more believe them of what to do because so the, the whole thing it's done by design to completely deconstruct a society in all different ways and genders this whole thing about now I'm going to be offended if you don't uh, respect me because I am a non-binary binary person that identifies as wallpaper today so if you don't see me as wallpaper i'm get offended and i will be i mean what is that it was in monty python 15 years ago what is going on now you know yes i have i my rights i want to stand with a pink uh, wig on in military uniform while being a general and gay i mean it's just bizarre but that's how they completely mess with your mind and change the morals out the window so that what was stand moral standards like i i give you my word that one yeah right that doesn't count at, as all and then instead it's focus on these completely meaningless things like this whole lbtb jebby jubby 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 70 different genders there will be 104 tomorrow while all of these things are going on this is divert the attention, divide and conquer, and then problem, reaction, solution, where they will be the ones creating the problems to get the reaction so that they can come in with more and more militarized power, more and more surveillance, more and more digital passports and digital this and that. And, and then when we say, oh, I can't, I don't, uh, I don't believe this anymore, then they will bring in a virus and the virus will then suddenly justify it or a natural disaster because natural disasters like uh, directed energy weapons in Maui and stuff like that, you know, suddenly insurance companies, no, they don't pay anything. They can do whatever they want. Complete brutal rape and plunder because it was nature that just did it. No, they weaponized weather. So, yeah, it's uh, interesting times. One of the, I, I as you were saying that, it was like, um, when the Maui fire started for about a month after, there was all this information, uh, you know, was it directed energy weapons, uh, cars melting, uh, the sea going on fire, uh, people not being allowed out, children disappearing. Now, I don't hear anything because, as Grace was saying, we're on the next chapter in the book. It's We're distracted looking at something else. So they're almost like, can do this and get away with it because they can just dangle some other shiny object in, a, in another direction and we all go follow it. 
So what did happen to those children? Did they really disappear or, or is it just a conspiracy theory? The word conspiracy theory is a weaponized word by the CIA that was created 64 to 67 against people that ask questions, like questions like what happened? You know, you're not supposed to ask questions like that. You're supposed to accept the official narrative. Otherwise, they will label you like that. The thing is with conspiracy theorists or conspiracy theory, they add, an, an, they add a doubt. And the doubt then allows whoever who says it to make jokes of you or deep, you know, like this whole thing. So it's every time, single time in interviews, mainstream media, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. And people say, I'm a conspiracy theory expert. Absolutely not. I'm so not interested in theories. Who gives a shit? Is the moon made of a green cheese? That would be a theory. No, maybe it's yellow. I haven't been there. That's a theory. I look for facts like, sci not scientific, yeah, but uh, crime detective exposure of I'm trying to figure out what went down. What happened? Because so many times we're being told one thing and then the repercussions of that can have incredible impact on our lives. So I think it's important to find out, was that actually what happened? Because if this was the problem, then that would be the solution. But what if what we're being told is not true and actually it was this happened, then the solution would be the exact opposite. So we need to figure out and understand before we can say, ah, oh, now I get it. So Maui. Maui is one of the most brutal, brutal operations that I have seen in a long, long time. Very brutal. Now we have the Gaza. I mean, that is also an ongoing horror story. Um, this was an operation that was being built up for years and years and years. This is not just overnight. The ones that carried out the, the directed energy attack itself was called the Space Force, the US Space Force. And the operation was called Ex Exercise uh, Talisman Sabre 23. That was one, they were the ones carried out when they had installations on Maui, on the, uh, the neighboring um, island, and also in Fort Kirtland in New Mexico. That was where it was carried out, but it's much, much bigger. They were only the ones doing it. These anomalies, we've seen them many, many times, many, many times, where these fires, like the Paradise Fires, 9-11, you have the same anomalies with cars just popping, where suddenly there's no glass. The glass in these vehicles are just not there. They're, it's melted. Aluminum just melts and runs like water. But, but uh, anything that is not in touch with metal is left intact, including the objects that are blue. And so trees burns from the inside out, uh, you know, lawns are left untouched, and houses are leveled with the ground. It's not that they are burned and, you know, like uh, thing. they are leveled. And so the first time I saw these type of things was 1947 in the so-called Maine fires in the state of Maine in the US, just a few years after that uh, they had killed uh, or murdered and stolen uh, the secrets of Nikola Tesla at the New Yorker Hotel in New York. 
And so I think 47 was the first time they tried these ones out. And since then, uh, companies like Lockheed Martin and uh, other Raytheon and other horror, horror shows of the companies have developed what is called directed energy weapons. Uh, uh, yeah, many times. You can go to their website. They're bragging. They said, we've been working on this for 50 years. They show on the website what they can do with it, and that's exactly what they were using. So you asked me about the kids. What happened with the kids? The thing is, when you see... <laughs> What, how they went along with the operation. There, there was a guy, one of my few heroes, his name was Fletcher Prouty. He was a whistleblower from the Pentagon and very deeply involved in black ops during the 50s up to the Kennedy assassination. He is the guy that is, uh, uh, he's called Mr. X in the JFK movie, played by uh, Donald Sutherland. His real name, Fletcher Prouty. And I learned so much from him. He was an incredible human being. And what he said was when he looked at these operations, when they're our operations, meaning black ops from the inside, look at what does not happen the way it should. Don't look at just what happened. Look at what did not happen, what normally should have happened. That's where you start seeing these operations. And here we have one like, oh, my God. So the way that uh, the whole uh, alarm system with the sirens was turned off, so nobody was alerted. The way that uh, the power was cut up six hours before the fires, you know, so that the, no modems, no routers, no anything else. The cell phone coverage was cut. That's blocked in different ways. Also, you just block the uh, with frequencies so that you can't take photos. That's why there's very few photo film things there and photos and anything. And also, when the fire started, I mean, nobody was alerted. At the same time as the fires were going on, not only were people blocked in with roadblocks, they would redirect it from the bypass. There's a highway up there where they were redirected in down to Front Street. I mean, and uh, and then in the middle of the fires, the, the water was turned off. I mean, on a scale... How vicious can can it get? I mean, and it just goes on and on and on. And then you have the people, the key people in the whole thing, like John Pelletier, who is the incident manager, which I think is an interesting title at the worst mass shooting in the U.S. history. Very bizarre thing in the Las Vegas event. I've looked into hundreds of mass shootings. That one, I'm still confused about what actually happened. It's so multi-layered. But this guy who apparently did an incredible job. I mean, the police, it only took them 72 minutes to understand that the shooter on the 70, no, 32 second floor, where you officially saw the gun flashes, it took them 72 minutes to manage to get to the 32nd floor and find him suicided. That is incredible police work for you unbelievable 72 minutes i would say follow the sound maybe you know if somebody's shooting up there could that be the direction where the shots come from and anyway so he was doing really great that day in incident manager so he was recruited and sent to maui some years ago and brought his second in charge uh, his deputy charlie hank the third so these two absolute failures as 
police officers were paid. He was paid 50,000 just to move there and they bypassed all the legal rights, you know, uh, to be appointed a police chief there. There was other candidates, uh, local ones that knew what they were doing, pushed to the side. He was the new one. And then his secretary that had been in, in, at service in, for 32 years, who would for sure know a lot on the inside what was going on, she died in a very bizarre car accident, uh, very convenient, so she was out of the picture. Anyway, so, and the, the governor, uh, you have like Josh Green, you have the, also the mayor, all of these people, right before it happened, moved into these positions where they got rid of all of the other people. And then, boom, they went for it, where the, uh, the people where, that should have been there and done something just happened to not be on the island this day. There were FEMA conferences there. One was flying to Colorado, uh, where the U.S. Space Force actually had their headquarters, uh, but he was there to drop off his uh, daughter at the high school, whatever. Uh, the other one that was ahead of this whole thing, the emergency uh, uh, section for, for Maui, he was at this uh, at this FEMA conference, and I think it was in Oahu, where even though the fires were going on and on and on, and uh, it's like less, I think it's like 40 miles in between the islands, and there's planes going every hour. Did he go back to the island just because there was absolute mayhem and it, that was his job? Uh, no, he stayed away. He stayed away. And anyway, so once, once it had happened, Look again what did not happen. Normally you would have like uh, in the 90s, there was this uh, natural disaster on Maui where helicopters were flying in for weeks, almost months, delivering food and anything from toilets and toothpaste and, to you know, all kinds of humanitarian aid was in and out with helicopters and big planes. And here we see zero, absolutely zero. No planes, no nothing. Joe Biden, with or without diaper, arrived. He said, I'm looking forward to see FEMA finish the job. Finish the job. Holy Moses. That's exactly it. Because FEMA was on location before. That's very convenient. The Red Cross was there before it happened. And so all of these were that, that should have been there were not there. The people that should not be there were there. And so the first thing they did was just close the whole thing off with big uh, black sheets. You know the whole story. But what I'm saying is this is a setup. Every single step is a, such a setup. And you got another incident manager there. I can't remember his name now. But he was also the incident manager in the California Paradise Fires. Very, very simple, similar thing here where it's like ethnic cleansing and real estate grab. That's what they do. They push people out of the areas and push them into the cities to become homeless and into the smart grid while grabbing all of these uh, uh, areas. It's brutal, brutal. And they make sure that as many people die as possible. Also, for I think, for the property rights and so on, so that you don't have people that are connected to the property so that they can just take over. So in Paradise, for instance, also, they, they always handpick these, uh, these names so they're part of the psychological operation. Paradise on fire. Uh, you know, uh, what was the other one? It's all the time. So places where you think you're safe, no, sorry. That's hell as well. I spoke to one recently. He said that he was in these fires 
and they had just installed like these white uh, digital boxes on the light uh, on the light post in the area and they made the these ones knocked out the the cars and make them stall so people that were trying to escape from the area the cars just died so he was one of the few that was lucky enough to manage to get out because he just got out of the car and just started running so many other people were sitting in the cars and just got vaporized you know so they could easily take over the it's so when I say we're up against pure evil, I mean, how can you describe these things? And here we see the same thing in Maui. These poor people that now, because suddenly the news says, well, now this is happening, and suddenly we completely forget about that. Because, I mean, Maui, wasn't that like two years ago? No, it's still going on. And so we have the kids. You asked about the kids. So there were these kids where it's somewhere between 1,250 children or up to 2,500. We still don't have any numbers. Also because this incident manager, police chief, John Pelletier, he's both the coroner and the chief of police, which is against all laws. You know, So he controls the bodies, whatever bodies there are, the autopsies, the everything. And he's also the police chief, so he uh, controls the investigation and he controls the press conferences. Does that sound good to you? I don't think so. And uh, so there was, there were these, the children that seem to be missing are more or less all of them Hawaiian children, like uh, with Hawaiian uh, background, Hawaiian families. And the front street is the area that is the most attractive one when it comes to real estate. Also, when for the development of smart cities. This is the thing they really want, you know, the, the beach properties and all. And many of them were owned by these Hawaiian families that have had them for many generations and who just said, listen, guys, it doesn't matter if you're white and you come with a wallet this size, we're not selling because the only thing we don't have more of is land. We are on a holy island. This is the kingdom of Maui. We don't have land more and it's holy to us. So you can take your money and shove it somewhere if you want, or please leave, because I'm not selling. Now suddenly, many of these properties didn't even have um, what you call these uh, uh, the papers. It wasn't registered the way that we Westerners want it, because, it, because of the Hawaiian ways. So now, because of this natural disaster, they have just <laughs> taken over all of that, and so many of these families do not exist anymore. Where are they? Where, where are they? Where were the people in these cars? The doors are not even open, you know? So what happened to them? And then you have the kids that just disappeared, 1,250 at least. That's a lot of children that has just... It's, so we have, we've been tracking these uh, yellow school buses, and there was... Uh, it said... In the curriculum for that day, uh, I, I forgot the name of the high school where most of them disappeared from. But on that specific day, the 8th of August, uh, it said that transfer of, of students, transfer of new students. I was just like, that's an interesting word because for me that sounds like from one place to another. And here we have a whole long caravan of buses, school buses, yellow buses, that has been filmed uh, when people have filmed the fire, you just see these uh, these buses go boom, 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 boom. So 
also what is interesting at the same time is like there's a, there was a lot of tourists that was being escorted out of the area and then the locals were being pushed into the area and torched so tourists out locals in does that sound like an agenda for you as well so so we we tracked these these buses there was between 12 and 15 of these school buses that were missing and so my friend Max Egan found a place on the other sort of like uh, inland, a little bit away, you got Maui uh, like this, and then Lahaina on the west coast, a little bit inland on the other side of the mountains. There is a place there where there's a racetrack, there is a um, uh, cement factory, and, <clears throat> and there was this parking where these school bus buses on Google Earth were parked. And so... Uh, Max Egan was pointing it out. And so I took a screenshot from his interview because you could see the the road went in there. There were like two cul-de-sacs, very uh, distinct cul-de-sacs like this. Boom, boom, boom. The racetrack was like this. And the school buses were parked there. So I took a screenshot of this Google image, Google Earth image. And then I went back to see if I could find it. I found it right away. But now the Google Earth images are changed. It's gone. The, the parking where the bus buses were is no longer there. The cul-de-sac is just, and it's done really, really not good. Photoshop out the window. Somebody who didn't know what they were doing has just like pasted an image on top of it, faded it out. It's not the same. It's just really not good. And then instead I found the buses like a mile and a half further north. That's where they pasted it in. Once again, not very good. So I thought, what on earth? Who has the power to change images on Google Earth? That is not just Mr. Jones or Mr. Smith sitting from home fiddling around with his PC. That is somebody high up trying to cover their tracks. And so why were they so eager to cover their tracks there? So I started looking into this area. And there is one building it's sort of quite deserted. There's uh, the racetrack, and I've spoken to CIA people over the years, and they say racetracks and uh, airstrips, the same. They look exactly the same. You, you drive a dragster one day, you land a plane the, other, the next day. Helicopters, these type of things. And so he said very often when they use these type of things, if there is an airstrip, the entrance into something will be close by so that it will be off lane and into a tunnel, into a building, into a something like that. And so here we have, there's one building west of it with double fences. And then that looks a bit suspicious. Also, it's got like uh, diggers and, and trucks and stuff like that standing outside. And then on the other side of the highway, this is sort of quite isolated, which is normally the type of, areas they would uh, would use if they don't want somebody to look in there's the there's two buildings that stands very isolated on their own one of them is officially like a telecom center when you look at that it is not it's like a concrete building with big uh, uh, rectangular holes that is normally the type of holes you see where there's underground mining activity where they need air in air valve like that not it's open it's not there's no windows like that would you think that a digital telecom central would in that climate in maui would not even have glass in the windows 
I think not, absolutely not true. So what's going on there? And for years, there's been painted graffiti on these building, this building specifically about, with the names of missing kids. Where are our children? Where is this? And then after a while, they paint it over and some people come and spray their names of new kids going missing. Why there? It, could it be that the locals are aware of that something really weird is going on there? Rumors start spreading. Oh, yep. you got frozen for a bit. So, well, wow. Um, so, if if I can only say that, only God knows what happened. I think that 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 whole place is a hub for sex trafficking that has been used. There's a lot of kids that has been going missing on on Hawaii, the Hawaiian islands, for years, and I think that is a hub. Uh, for this whole thing and that's why they're trying to cover their tracks and i believe i'm speculating now but one of the reasons why these kids are missing and why it's so silent when it comes to the parents why are there no parents screaming where's my kid where's my kid i think it that there is a possibility that they're being used for blackmail we got your kid you sign over all the rights all the papers everything like that and we might release your kid or they got the kid, the parents as well. But there's been a whole long line of big Hercules, C-130 Hercules and uh, C-17, whatever they called, uh, these massive, massive planes flying in and out, in and out. I've got uh, quite a few of the flight numbers for these flights. Many, some of them going, uh, there's one... Um, uh, Leland, Le Leland Air Airlines that is, uh, has been used been used by the CIA and NSA multiple times. And they have been flying, as far as I know, to Fort Kirtland, among other places, which is exactly the one that is also connected with Maui when it comes to directed energy weapons, where they got specific like virtual reality combat zones where war fighters, they're called war fighters, can sit and play like video games, but with virtual reality, but direct these uh, these, uh, this type of weaponry. And the emblem, I kid you not, when it comes to this US Space Force, one of the emblems that they have on their patch, the patch that they have on the shoulder, is like three laser beams going down, and then there's a map of the world, and the laser beams are pointing straight to Hawaii. And another one is like uh, a red triangular, almost like the if you look at the FBI files for pedophiles, uh, you got this triangular thing for, for pedophilia like that. It's like two of these red triangles. And then you got the Grim Reaper, charming. The Grim Reaper is showing only one eye, and that eye is like a laser beam. And then the, the number 75. I don't know what the 75 stands for. But also, if you go to the US, US Space Force, website usspaceforce.mil it's very bizarre it is very very bizarre um but they're saying there and but and there they're not talking about soldiers they're talking about uh, guardians and that they put them to life and there's one where they uh, there's one photo of uh, two they had they had this ceremony just a few days after it happened on maui 
where they said they were very happy that they had to put the first battalion of the U.S. Space Force uh, to life. They put it's like a very bizarre thing. And then there's this uh, two soldiers in in uh, camouflaged uniforms, and they have like a banner, like a flag. And then there's a third soldier in the background where the flag is covering his face, so it looks like a headless headless uniform. And then they underneath it said that they put the battalion to life. I'm just like, are we talking AI or what? Is that some kind of super soldier? What on earth is going on here? Yeah, I was thinking when you said that, were they referring to robots or, or something like that? It's an odd expression. But it's the whole, very, the whole thing, very what you just spelled out there was uh, worse than what I could have imagined. I mean, I've heard some of this stuff um, in Maui, and it's so it's so it's so awful that you don't want to go there. That's that's part of the thing. It's very difficult to entertain something like that, and that's probably another way they can mask it. It's too horrific for most people to even contemplate. It's too out there, and so people, ordinary people, can't get a handle on this at all. But um, so so, Carl, if it was your daughter. How would you react? And dear Mr. Roy, if it was your son, how would you react? Would you sit and, well, I'm going to wait another two weeks and then maybe I'll do some crosswords and uh, by the end of the month I'm considering going and finding out. It's like, no, it's just, we, we do like this. It's too, it's too much, but it's still happening. And, the, and God knows what's going on with these kids because we have a lot of sex trafficking going on and the and in circles of it's but then with these operations also it's like we're up against like an illusionist I've, I've when I've uh, been on tour talking about these things twice there's been people in the audience when I've been describing false flag operations uh, and the whole way the way that these operations are carried out the modus operandi, Two people have stepped forward and said, "My God, you you you've described my my profession." And so I said, "So what are you?" And one of them said, "I'm a magician," and the other one said, "I'm a I'm an illusionist." And and this is the thing. It's like it's like this, you know. And they say, "Look at the hand," you know, David Copperfield. Or, oh, look! Oh, it's a rabbit. Where did it come? Oh, it's magic. No, it came from somewhere, you know. And very often. They want us to look at that hand where actually we should look at the one behind the back. So this is where when something happens and media says, look there, I look there. I'm like everywhere. And also just like Apache trackers, you know, like you have say that there's a circle, something has happened inside the circle. So you go there and you find a set of tracks that goes in and you said, I found it. No. That's you. That's one percentage of the 360. You should come. You should check everything. Is there whether any tracks, other tracks, whether any was a maybe a donkey came in or a kangaroo or what? All the 360, all of the ones where it was not here. That's also important. It was not there either. It was not there. It was not there. It was not. But what the hell was that? You know. So we we can't just let us. Also, sometimes these tracks can be red, like, like red herrings that have been put there on purpose. I mean, do you know the CIA? 
they, I went to this museum, the CAA museum, where they had a, a normal pair of shoes, but the, uh, but the, how do you say, the soles were were turned the, the wrong ways around, so that you you got the back of the show, shoe like this, meaning the guy was walking in this direction, but the, the tracks were pointing in that direction. So simple, you could just click, click, and turn it like that. We're so easily fooled. So it's a matter of deception. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I need to really look into this before I say anything. And yeah. then. Um, yeah, it, it seems to be sleight of hand on a, on a massive scale. It has to be in order to get away with it. But um, it's, um, I, I think we're running out of time here, Ole, and uh, we'll probably have to wrap it up. I would love to chat with you more. and This could go on for another uh, few days <laughs> talking with this, I'm sure, without a problem. Um, but uh, let me hand you back to Grace. Thank you, everyone. Ole, thank you so much. Um, what, I'm, what I really wanted to maybe say to the audience is, as you kept saying, we have to zoom in, we have to zoom out, zoom in, zoom out, and really cover everything. So basically, just keep it simple for us and question everything. And, and if there's uh, any more last words you want to share, Ole, and yeah, in, when our schedule again fits in, uh, we would like to have a follow-up conversation because we, you know, we can never stop having this conversation for us and for our audience. So uh, go, go ahead and let them know where they can please connect with you. But first of all, thank you for having me and uh, any last words, it sounds like I'm on death row. So uh, uh, I would like a hamburger and uh, I've never <laughs> smoked before, but let's have a cigarette. But anyway, what I would like to say that I am super optimistic. I'm in my heart. This one is my problem. My heart knows this is just a minor bump in the road. It's called the New World Order. So it ain't over till it's over. And whoever the fat lady was who was singing, I don't care. It ain't over till it's over. So just because it looks very scary, look at any Hollywood movie. When you come about our hero's journey, when you come about 90, 95% of the way, it looks like, oh, my God, the hero, they're never going to make it. And then if they stick to it, they keep the inner balance. Oof, and suddenly, da, 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 and everybody lived happily after the end. Boom. To be continued. So where are we? I would say 95% or 98%. It's absolute crazy what's going on and really scary and really turmoil and like. And I think they say it's the end game, so bring it on. I mean, come on, let's let's get it over and done with either that way or that way. I would prefer that way, but bring it on. And very often when you challenge these ones saying, I'm, I don't fear you, I get scared, but I'm not backing down, it's like the power diminish. I really think that evil can only rule and grow in the dark, in shadows. That's why programs like this I find very, very uh, important. And I really salute you for creating this platform because it's when we aim the light into the dark, the shadows just go, boom. It looks, you go around, you're scared of the darkness. It's really scary. You switch on the light, boom. 
it's gone. Darkness is gone. There's no struggle. It's not the shadows. I'm not leaving. I'm not. No, it's gone. Shadows have no power over light. Light has the power, the power. So my website is lightonconspiracies.com. That's my American segue voice. Lightonconspiracies.com. That's plural for you because there's more than one going on. And on that website, you can spend like five years. I kid you not. There's more than five, 6,000 articles for free. There's more than 1,100 on my interviews. Uh, there's podcasts. There's what we call the daylights. There's um, uh, sofa talks. Uh, with a, There's my newsletter. Please sign up for my newsletter. I've been doing it for the last... 10 years or something, I go into extreme details with where I find the stuff. Because the thing is, what they do is that they leave clues about upcoming attacks in the forensic evidence. I was informed by an insider many years ago. I didn't believe it. And then I started seeing, oh, my God, it's actually true. And since then, once I understood that it was true, my last name has become a verb. So hashtag Damagot or hashtag Damagotting is to find these clues and point it out big time before the real attack goes down. So up till today's date, uh, I have exposed, connected on international radio up to two months before they actually happen, 68 of these alleged terror attacks or mass shootings. So I think I'm onto something because if, <laughs> if, you, if I can say it before and then boom, it happens. Either I'm deeply involved or I've looked through their game plan. So th I think this is this is so crucial for us to understand that evil has to show it to us. Otherwise, it's because of they are terrified of the law of karma. If, but they think that if they show us what they're going to do and we don't do anything about it, we indirectly consent and then the bad karma is on our shoulders, not theirs. So it's completely selfish of them to do it. And they do it in really sneaky ways, but they are, it's there. It is there. So... That's good news. Good news is also that life is absolutely beautiful. Uh, if you go into despair, just listen to Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. That is, yeah, amazing. And so be aware of your mind. This is the one that will drag you down or lift you up. Focus on gratitude. When you are lacking in energy, focus on gratitude. There's always things to be extremely grateful for. It's a matter of what you focus on, but not just, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm great. No, feel it. You feel it and you just start feeling the energy. Build it up, build it up, build it up. Yeah, but I only got one eye. You got one eye? My God, that's amazing. You know, yeah, but what I got only got like one leg. Well, that is a lot better than not having any legs at all. Or maybe you have a leg, so no arms. Look at these people that have gone through hardship. Many of them have come out like real masters of life. So lift, lift, lift. Become aware of your energy, your thoughts. Keep the inner balance. Go nonviolent so that we don't create a lot of bad karma. And then just focus on what you want to accomplish instead of just like Corona is like the word COVID. It's like a roundabout, like COVID, 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 COVID. You don't get anywhere except you stay in this fear mode. So break out of it. And just meet your fears, whatever you, you're really afraid of. You know what is the right thing to do in situ all situations. 
Don't ask this one, ask your heart. The voice of the heart, very quiet, but it knows the truth. So follow that one, your life will start opening up. Terrifying, scary, and beautiful. When you meet your fear, it's like a door behind the door. If you manage to face it and open it, there will be a diamond behind it. And that diamond will lead you. So follow your goosebumps. That's the end, the thing. And with that said, um, I also got the world's biggest uh, research vault. I think uh, it's almost five terabyte of hundreds and hundreds of hundreds. It's my whole life, completely, perfectly systemized, categorized of hundreds and hundreds of alleged mass shootings, uh, top political assassinations, you name it. But also, um, it, it's, it's packed. It is packed. And so much of this information does not no longer exist because it is brutally being shut down every single day, just gone, gone, gone. So we need to save that for generations to come. If you would be interested in helping me to protect that, contact me and um, I share my life for a price on these hard drives and send it out there and then you can share it to friends and families and hide it and do whatever so that it will be safe for the future. And uh, that being said, I would like to finish with a prayer. I'm not a religious, religious person because I think religion is very often misguiding people uh, with good hearts as a control. But I am a spiritual being, as we all are. And there's this uh, prayer that I absolutely loved. It was my spiritual teacher, Nelani Chalaram, who gave me this, uh, this prayer that shocked me at first. But I really, really love it. And I try to live my life following it. And it goes like this. May the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May everyone, and especially the ones who heard us, especially the ones who heard us, be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May the light of truth overcome all darkness, so victory to that light. I've written a book called uh, Remind Me. It's a small little power book, just like a one-hour read. But in it, it's like a game manual of life. And, and in this matrix we live in, these super assholes are i think i call them black angels they are taking on a lot of car um, dark bad karma on their shoulders trying to be as awful as possible to help us evolve on our journey we need these super villains so in on a higher level we should salute them thank you so much mr hell gates for being such a horrible person but making so much horror in the world that we can actually choose another way but on this level it's a different ball game so it's like this paradox but they need also to come to peace otherwise they will just continue we can chop the head of them but and make uh, like pizza uh, garnish of them but it doesn't help anything it will there will just be another head of the hydra love conquers all that is it love conquers all that's the highest of the highest of frequencies and there you go. Well, immense gratitude to all. Let's damigard connect the dots, expose the <laughs> blueprint, as it her his last name has become a verb. And on the side note, let me just uh, request your viewers to visit my new website of Quantum Nurse Eternal Health.com so that you could just have some good health 
skin products there, okay? So and thank you and for all your support. And source bless and may we all stay protected and be well. Take care. So I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You'll find everything about me on bio.link forward slash podcaster with all my podcasts and you'll find it you see in the QR code in the graphic that's shown. I'd like again to thank my sponsors. So if you or someone you know struggling with anxiety and want to know how to be 100% anxiety free six weeks without therapy or drugs, Daniel Packard's Anxiety Solution Program company offers a six-week system that permanently solves anxiety at an astounding 90% success rate. People who join the program only pay at the end once they have clear, measurable results. If you're interested in learning more, go to permanentanxietysolutions.com where you can book a free consultation with Daniel. Do you fight blood pressure and or want to get off the meds? Doctors are amazed at what Zona Plus can do. You can get a $50 discount with my code Roy, zona.com slash discount slash Roy. And you'll see it in the QR code as well as Daniel's QR code. Quality manufacturer of metal products for telecommunication and workshop equipment and other metal materials. you see the brochure there in the QR code. And let me know if you would like a quotation shipped internationally at very competitive price. I'd like to thank all my sponsors and also all my listeners. Be sure to give me a thumbs up, five-star rating, share with your friends, really helps. And I also have a video on how to give a five-star rating because a lot of people have wrote to me asking me that they don't know how to do that. Until next week, take care.